Hello, hello, hello. This is Mirella Keo, your location gal, and you're on my podcast, Fire Chat with Mirella. Welcome. Today is Food for Thought Sunday episode, and this is a special tribute to someone very, very special um, and close to my heart and just an incredible lady, woman, leader veteran, POW, fighter, educator, business leader, community organizer, community leader, the list goes on and on. She fought in the Warsaw Uprising of 1944 as a young fighter when she was just a teenager. So I want to begin with this little account from her on tape. This is on YouTube, but I will provide a link to this. It is from a series called Heroes Among Us, Lesson 3, Christina Chuk. Heroes Among Us. The series presents eyewitness accounts of events from Polish and world history collected and compiled by Polish-American youths at meetings with heroes living among us. Heroes Among Us, Lesson 3, Christina Chuk. Krystynakczuk joined Polish underground home army in 1942 when she was 14 years old. So from her other accounts of that time of her life, I found out that when she was a young teenager, she knew that the underground was already active and she knew a lot of her friends um, and family members that were already active. Uh, in the underground, and she really wanted to join, but uh, they kept brushing her off because she was too young. So one day she followed um, some of them, uh, and they didn't know they were being followed by her. It was at nighttime, and they ended up in this building, and uh, she followed them down the steps into this basement, and it was completely dark because they were afraid to call any attention to themselves. It was under German occupation. It was very dangerous for them to do this. And so they were all in there, squeezed in. There were quite a few people. 
So she said among them was a priest who was kind of leading the meeting and he happened to be very tall. And so he towered sort of uh, over everyone else. And he's the one who spotted her in the corner because she was just trying to be not to be noticed in the corner. And he did notice her. <laughs> and uh, when he noticed her, they had already said their pledge. And she said that she had already pledged. <laughs> so this is kind of how she ended up uh, in the uh, underground and in the home army when she was only 14 years old. And then it went on from there. And of course, the uprising started two years later or so. He said, what are we going to do with her now? She's too young, you know, to, to, to be a soldier. And uh, a voice, a woman's voice from the darkness came. I could hear her. She said, I'll take her. After the uprising, she was taken to a camp as a prisoner of war. And after the war, she was exiled because of Soviet influence in Poland at the time. The synagogue Chuk set up Polish school and Polish club in San Francisco. She also organized Polish folk dance ensemble Wowiczanie and Polish scouts group in the San Francisco Bay Area. She is an active member of the Polish Veterans Alliance and Soldiers of Home Army Association, Koła Byłych Żołnierzy AK. Remember, women are great fighters. Christina Chuk, San Francisco, California. Authors are scouts from Martinez and San Jose, California. Alex Białek, 12. Max Białek, 14. Victoria Musiał, 15. Agnieszka Vitanis, 15. Kochana Pani Krysia, Krystyna Maria Pisarska-Chuk, or Krystyna Chuk, as most of us know her. We got to have her on this earth for 95 years. And the day before yesterday, 
she peacefully passed away. Our deepest condolences go out to her three beautiful daughters and the entire family and Polish community in the San Francisco Bay Area that she had impacted so much in all her years here. What a force of life, nature and nurture. She was a matriarch to the Polish community in the San Francisco Bay Area and the founder, leader and supporter of many cultural and community organizations. Just a few weeks ago, I attended a Zoom tribute to Pani Krysia, or Mrs. Christina, as most of us got the privilege to call her, as she was receiving the first ever Felix Paweł Wierzbicki Award on the 77th anniversary of the Warsaw Uprising of 1944, in which she fought as a teenage freedom fighter and member of Armia Krajowa, a.k. Home Army. Who was Dr. Wierzbicki? He was a physician, philosopher, humanitarian, inventor, distinguished author, first California geographer, first medical historian of California, founding member of the California Medical Society, and author of the book, first book printed in English in California. Dr. Felix Wierzbicki and Pani Krystyna Chciuk were fighters for freedom in their native land, imprisoned for doing so and subsequently exiled. And they had a lot in common because she was such a force, unstoppable, joyful spirit, strong, resilient, a wonder woman in the true sense of the word. From a Facebook post on the Polish Club of San Francisco page on August 3rd, 2021. Quote, Pani Krysia wears many hats. A.K. veteran of the Warsaw Uprising. President, Polish Combatants Circle, SPK. Polish Scout Leader. Founding member of Polish School. Board member of the San Francisco Polish Club. Active parishioner at Nativity Church. Active member of the Polish American Congress. The Polish Society of California and Poland Federal Credit Union, member of the PACF and Sister Cities, founder of Wowiczanie, Polish Folk Dance Ensemble of San Francisco. At the Zoom ceremony, there were tributes from the Polish consulate in Los Angeles by Jarosław Wasiński, the, honor, the honorary consul and vice consul in San Francisco, Tobin Penn, AK veteran Halina Butler, Scout Beata Mazur, Scout Richard Urbaniak, PAC, NCD President, Dr. Andrzej Prokopczuk, Dr. Maciej Wrona, Krystyna Malkowska-Żaba from England, and folk dance instructor and choreographer Mary Kay Stuvland. Informal tributes were offered by Lilka Zioła, Dr. Beata Wrona, Basia Barbara Dyszyński, Tad Trela, Deacon Witold, Chihon, Danuta Kozłowska, and others. End of quote. Pani Krysia. She didn't mince words. A friend to each one of us at one time or another. She always had an encouraging word to share. 
like so many of us in the Polish community here can attest, Pani Krysia had a personal and lasting impact in my life. She gave me my first office job at the Olympic Club in San Francisco, where she was a manager for many years, when I was just starting college. Although that was only a temporary seasonal stint, it led to a referral of a more permanent job for me during my initial studies. She also introduced me to the Polish scouts, Harcerze, and encouraged me, then 19, to start out as a scout leader, Druhna. When I expressed my doubts on whether or not I could be a good fit, since I was quite shy and did not love public speaking, imagine that, I remember her telling me that not only was I going to do it, but that I was going to be great at it. She immediately put me in charge of a little troop of the youngest members. And yes, she was right. I ended up loving my little tribe, had a blast, and even made it a little up the ranks. The biggest impact for me she made was through Owiczanie Polish Folk Dance Ensemble. My father walked me into one of their Tuesday night rehearsals at the Polish club and the rest, as they say, is history. Meeting Pani Krysia and all the wonderful people there has enriched my life in so many ways and even redrew the path of my destiny. My dancing tenure with them began in 1982 and lasted for some eight years or so after that with some interruption as life would have it. I made lifelong friendships and acquaintances during that time and beyond that I will always cherish and be grateful for. Over the years, Pani Krysia was always a joyful and iconic presence at any Polish community event in the Bay Area and beyond. Whether it was a San Jose annual Polish picnic, Dorzynki or Polish bazaar at the Hall of Flowers in Golden Gate Park in San Francisco, holiday celebration or a Wowichani performance at a local holiday party or at the Herbst Theater in San Francisco at the Ethnic Dance Festival, she was there supporting the community with her presence, advice and guidance. She will be always remembered and loved and always missed by many, many grateful souls. Till we meet again, and thank you for everything, Pani Krysiu. Love, Mirella. So, Pani Krysia, what an incredible person, a woman of so many talents, and um, just so incredibly, incredibly resilient. Um, she fought in the uprising of 1944 in Warsaw as a liaison. She was... Uh, probably about 17 years old at the time of the uprising. And um, she did join the um, Home Army or Armia Krajowa when she was only 14 years old. And actually, I was doing some reading and research, um, and there are some interviews and things online with uh, Pani Krysia. And I found one that's really, actually really fascinating. And I'm... Uh, I'm going to, I was going to just uh, quickly translate it. it. It is quite long. I could just do it on the fly, but it is a, a pretty long interview and in depth. So I might just go ahead and do it in a separate episode. 
Um, and um, it's fascinating, though. It's, it starts from when she first um, uh, learned about the war and, and what went on from then on. Um, so she, you know, gives an account of everything, what happened, and it's quite, quite a fascinating and amazing amazing life that she had and so much danger so much that she had gone through uh during the war and she bravely fought and there were a couple of things and accounts she gave um in a couple of videos also that I saw on YouTube and she did mention that it was very tough for her to talk about it because it was such a traumatic experience and she had very very vivid memories of this and she said even now when somebody asks her a question, it seems to her like it just happened yesterday. It was so engraved into her memory. And she also said that when she went back to Poland for the 70th anniversary of the uprising, um, which was just a few years ago, I guess in 2014, um, and she said that she met up with some of the other survivors and they talked about people they knew and, you know, what had happened. And she said that it was just so vivid and so traumatic. A lot of people cried and it was really hard for her to talk about um, about it. But she did talk about it because she also believed it was important to share. And kind of on a side note, um after that meeting I attended when she was awarded uh, this wonderful Dr. Felix Wierzbicki Award, uh, who was also a freedom fighter, uh, and he was also a POW, like she became a POW after the war, even though she was so young. Um, she said that when the army uh, came by, they, they looked at them, gathered up, you know, all the kids that fought, um, they basically are the soldiers, and he just couldn't believe how young they all were, and uh, they gave them the POW status, so basically they ended up in, um, in military camps. She ended up in a military camp in Europe, in Germany, and after that, she was exiled, basically, and sent to, and she went to America and arrived in San Francisco. She and her family ended up uh, eventually in San Francisco, but they went through England and then, I believe, another state in the United States before arriving in San Francisco. So, um, such a colorful personality. I think anyone who has been a part of the Polish community in the last uh, however many years since she arrived in the 70s, um, 80s, 90s, 2000s. Everybody knew who she was. Everybody knew Pani Krysia, and rightfully so, because she was, like you already heard, an organizer, leader. She started basically, she was the foundation of the entire Polish community here in the San Francisco Bay Area. She started, you know, Polish school. She started the Polish club in San Francisco. Uh, she started, obviously, the Wobichanie Polish folk dance ensemble that I was part of um, for many years. And, you know, it's just um, an amazing person. She's just an amazing person and wonderful. 
And uh, going back to the uprising of 44, recently I saw a movie uh, that's called, I believe, Warsaw 44. And it's um, recently made on just an incredible account of the uprising and what happened, what went on there. Very graphic, so it's not for the faint of heart, but it gives a really good and um, accurate account of how it really was there for these young people to give their all, you know, to for freedom. And uh, it was incredible. And in fact, people who fought in the uprising, who are still survivors, said that this was one of the uh, most accurate and uh, vivid accounts that they can uh, concur that this is really how it was when they were fighting this war. So very interesting. There is a rich history around this, why this happened, when it happened, and what happened. <laughs> I'm not going to go into all the details right now. Um, in any case, she is incredible. Um gave so much of herself, her family, her time, you know, of course, her daughters, you know, followed her example. They were also uh, big leaders. Uh, they are very, uh, very active, you know, in the community. And um, they always have been a prominent part of this that I remember of the life of the community here and beyond. And, um, I had the privilege to know them. And also, you know, I have and cherish many memories with Pani Krisha because of our performances and our different events that I attended and I was part of. And um, just, you know, wonderful memories. I always checked in with her when I was, whenever I saw her, I always stopped by and talked to her for a little bit. She always wanted to know how I was doing and my family and, um, you know, it's always so nice to see her and uh, just watching over us, you know. She was just um, our little kind of, you know, angel, guardian angel <laughs> over everything. Um, so, you know, she gave us so many different things and, and wonderful leaders came out from under her wings. So this can continue and um you know we can continue with the heritage and the all the values that she instilled in her community in people who knew her from my conversations personally with her i remember i always said pani krishu do you ever you know do you ever go home cuz she was always with us she was uh, at rehearsals she was at performances and sometimes way way into the night she was incredible and she'll always be in my heart. I'm very grateful for everything she's given me and what a beautiful, beautiful role model she is. And um, so I just want to say thank you one more time to her and I'm grateful for everything. Thank you so much. And um, yeah, I love the quote she said, remember, Women are great fighters. Christina Chuk, San Francisco, California. RIP. Another side note here I want to make is, first of all, I'm going to include some of the links uh, to these videos and 
interviews with Pani Krysia so you can uh, explore some more. And um, I also found um, the book, uh, one of the books by uh, Dr. Felix Wierzbicki, whose award uh, Pani Krysia received just recently. And um, he was, you know, he, his lifetime was before hers, right? He was not uh, alive during the same time, but their lives are um, similar in their accomplishments, definitely. And so I found this book that had been reprinted recently, um, and it's called The Ideal Man, a conversation between two friends upon the beautiful, the good, and the true as manifested in actual life. And it's a classic reprint. Um, so I'm going to order this. Actually, I really want to read this book. Um, and I love this description here that says, uh, here's the excerpt from The Ideal Man, a conversation between two friends upon the beautiful, the good, and the true as manifested in actual life. Reader, have you ever been delighted with the contemplation of a landscape and felt your soul connected by a mysterious link with, a, with nature around you? Have the sympathies of your heart ever been so entwined with those of a hero as to feel the, that his noble sentiments and deeds were yours also? Have you felt your soul expand on your discovery of some truth? If you have experienced all this and more, I need not plead before you the claims of the beautiful, the good, and the true, which I have endeavored here to twine into one thread of life in the ideal man. End of quote. <laughs> I think this is wonderful. It's published uh, by Forgotten Books. <laughs> Forgotten Books publishes hundreds of thousands of rare and classic books. So in any case, this is a very cool um, book. And I'm going to read it and see what else I can learn about him. This is a very fascinating person and I learned about him because of this new award that is being awarded to very special and amazing people like Pani Kristina Chuk. Okay, I think that's it for today. Already then, thanks for listening. Stay informed, be well and be kind and I'll talk to you soon. Ciao. This has been a production of Do You Eve Media. Copyright 2021. All rights reserved. So, hello, hello, hello. This is Marella Keo, your location gal, and the host of Fire Chat with Marella podcast. Welcome. I'm so glad you stopped by. It's all about you guys. I'm here for you. I'm Marella and I am here to help you navigate whatever your next move may be. Life throws us curveballs and sometimes plans even do work out quite perfectly. Whatever your goals are in real estate, your story is the most important. What is the next chapter of your life story? 
Where do you see yourself? How soon do you want to get there? What do you need to write it and make it a reality? Let's go over your options, needs and wants and come up with the best plan together. More about me? I'm obsessed with mirrors, Paris, everything Italian, teapots and sleighs. When I'm not busy mapping out and executing the best real estate solutions for my clients, doing open houses and searching for dream homes, I enjoy podcasting, making YouTube videos, cooking for my husband and me. It's easy as we are now empty nesters, learning something new, watching movies or comedy shows, checking in with friends and family, mindfulness, meditation, and of course, writing. I am the author of Waiting for Good. Tune in and enjoy.